Hey, 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 what's up, Grace Gain? Thank you guys for coming in and listening to your girl. I appreciate you guys. I have some exciting news for my Grace Gain. So, for those who do not know yet, I have released my first song, released my first single titled Grace. Go figure. <laughs> I just love Grace. Um, Yes, so this tune is available on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, um, Google. Um, You can even download it, um, use it for your videos on Facebook in your stories. You can do it on Instagram. Um, It's on TikTok. All you have to do is type up Grace and Q Kwani, which is my name, it's spelled Q-Q-U-A-N-I. You will see my lovely face show up with a blue background. That will be me, my single, Grace. Please support, share. I want y'all to make y'all reels, your videos, your pictures with it. Like, just get the song out there. And plus, it's not the fact that I want uh, to be famous or anything like that. That is, that's not why I do stuff. And and, and I just got to put that out there. But, um, the thing, I don't even like attention on me, but the thing, but the thing is what it is, is that this song ministered to me. This song came from a, a specific place, place of a healing process that I had to go through. And also, um, just knowing God on a different level. I always tell you guys that when you um, go through something and God comes, Um, in your life, in that particular situation, you begin to know him as a different person, Um, a different layer of him. I wouldn't say a different person, but a different layer of God. And so um, this song is called Grace. And basically it's talking about how his grace is sufficient. It is enough. And I've been through enough in my life to know that if I don't have anything else, I just need his grace. And that is enough. Um, I can just preach on that right, right there. Okay. So, um, this song is very dear to me. Um, so far I got so much good feedback and so much support by others. Um, so yes, I have a new single out. So, and it will be more coming, um, soon. So support me in that. I love you guys. Thank you very much. So today we are discussing a healed hope. Yes, healed hope. So I told you guys before that I'm taking you on this healed journey that I'm going through, right? And um, lately, um, just to be transparent, I've been praying and I've been fasting on a lot of different things that happen um, in my life. And it's it's not just things that um, it's not just things that I desire, but it's things that God literally told me was going to happen. And the fact that, um, I haven't seen anything yet, you know, like they say that faith is things that's not seen, you know, so I'm having faith that these things are going to happen. But, um, Remember, I was telling you guys in an earlier podcast about deferred hope. So it's like hope that has given up. I felt myself in that place to where I have given up on a healthy hope, a hope that doesn't make the heart sick. So when we are 
in a place of a deferred hope, we make our heart sick. That's in the word of God. That is a scripture that when we operate in, in an unhealed hope, we make our heart sick. We make our hearts broken again. We reopen wounds. We get angry with ourselves, with God. We let unforgiveness set in because we don't see things happening in our favor. And we kind of start doubting the process. And everything, listen, every promise, every victory, every triumph has a process. And sometimes things do not happen instantly. And that is what I'm learning now. My problem is I want things to happen now. Or I, I Lord, you know, I've, I've, I've been wanting this for a while. Lord, you know that I have. You told me this was going to happen. You told me, like, I know that this, this thing shall come to pass. Like, why is it not coming to pass? Why am I not seeing any fruit from any labor? Like, none. None, 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 none. Like, the, the tree is bare. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and so God had to, um, literally minister to my heart this weekend and allow me to understand that I have allowed my hope to become deferred and I have allowed myself to become sick again. My heart has become sick again. And God had to talk to me literally yesterday while I was at the beach I went to the beach to um, get some time with the Lord and just to, you know, think about some things. Um, It was such a beautiful day. I stay in Florida, so we always have this, you know, nice weather. Every now and then we have like that bipolar weather where you want to rain in the morning, cold at night. And then tomorrow morning, it'd be like in the 90s. Like, what? Yeah, that's Florida. But. Yesterday was very beautiful. And so um, I decided to go and do something for myself. And I wanted to just relax. And I want to encourage people to take the time out, pack your car up. And, and what's crazy is I had nothing packed. I literally had just came from the um, grocery store and um, Starbucks for um, studying. I like to, um, you know, strategize and study the word and also like just to get my thoughts together. It's a lot of things that I'm working on for my future. And so um, I had to put myself to work. Sometimes the weekends is not just to escape the life that we have, but to also like plan for the life that we want. So um, I tried to, you know, get myself together and stuff. And then something just in me was like, girl, go to the beach. And I'm like, what? I ain't got no stuff. I ain't got no bathing suit. I ain't got nothing on. I just had like this flowy like jumper on. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. YOLO, (laughs) you only live once. So I was just like, you know, let me go ahead and go to this beach. And when I went to the beach, you know, I felt myself being angry. (laughs) I'm like literally trying to enjoy this beautiful scenery and my feet in the sand and I can hear the waves and it's, it's just sounding so beautiful. But all I can feel is like hurt and anger and pain. And I'm like, Lord, what is this? Like, why can I just enjoy this moment? And then he started to minister to me. And in that moment when he ministered to me, I literally started to feel peaceful. I felt peace of God. I felt peace of this, what I'm in right now. 
He had to remind me of his word. He had to remind me that I have work to do. He had to remind me that I could not stay in this state. It's unhealthy. So speaking of a healed hope and what I want to get into today, basically, um, I looked up the definition of heal. So heal is to become sound or healthy again. Okay. Healed is become sound. Like your mind is clear. Your mind is in a different space and healthy again. To become healthy is to become free of wounds, free of trauma, free of hurt, free of disappointment. I know that is very broad. And I know things can seem impossible. Like, how can I get rid of everything that I went through and this, this, and that? I know that it seems impossible, but there is nothing that's impossible to God who is possible. And if we stay in that mindset and understand that things do take time, things do take time and things do have a process. Everything has a process. And one day you will look back and the wounds that you once had will be healed. So what is hope? Hope is a feeling of expectation and a desire for a certain thing to happen. It is an expectation or desire of a certain thing to happen and a feeling of trust. Our hope is in God. So we have this expectation and this feeling that God is going to do something, right? We have a desire that is going to happen because it's something that we want to happen in our lives. And it's a feeling of trust that we have to put our complete trust in God we have to literally turn everything over to him we have to humble our thoughts humble ourselves and allow ourselves to seek him and allow for ourselves to take you know turn away from these this thinking thinking this negative thinking this this hurtful thinking that just comes and just open up wounds over and over again we have to literally turn from that and go to God and hear from heaven hear his answer hear what he is saying in your season matter of fact second chronicles says if my people who were called by my name will humble themselves pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then i will hear from heaven and i will forgive them from their sins and heal their land. He's he said it in his word that he will heal. He just needs you to do a few things. Come to me. Do things in my name, not in your own might, not in your own way. Don't we love to do that? Not in our own might, not in our own way, but we got to humble ourselves. It's ourselves. It's our own attitudes. It's our own thoughts. It's our own. I've been hurt. I've been this. I've been that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's us. It's us. I'm telling you, it's us. But if we will humble that part of us, 
that part of us that want to pop off, that part of us who wants to revenge, that part of us that wants to do things in our own time, in our own hands. Like, God, I'm, I'm tired of working on myself. I'm tired of doing it. And I'm tired of, I want it, I want it to happen now. If we humble ourselves and understand that we are not in control. We are not in control. I, the control belongs to God. We are not in control of the things that happen in our lives. So if we can humble ourselves and pray and seek him, seek his face, turn from our own thoughts. Listen, says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to our own understanding. So if we can turn away from those things and turn away from our own little thoughts of what we're going to think, what we think going to happen, what time, time frame we think is going to happen, all that stuff is going to literally drive you crazy. Because listen, I live it. I live it. I don't tell you things just to tell you things or to preach down to you or to tell you things that like, I don't know. I go through it myself. I go through it myself. Literally have to remind myself, Kwani, stop. Stop thinking that you can do things yourself. And stop leaning on your own understanding of the situation. Let God do what he can do. You know what the biggest problem is for me? And I don't know if it is for you. It's simply letting go of control. Because I want it so bad. Right? I want it so bad. And God, you told me that I was going to have it. So why why do I have to let it go? Why do I have to let it go? Why? 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 God, I just want to. Hold on to it because I'm afraid. Oh, Jesus. It's that fear. We are afraid of if we let it go and let God hold it in his hands and do whatever he needs to do with it. We're afraid that we won't never get it back. We're afraid that we'll lose something. Ourselves again. Oh, we're afraid that we'll lose like this trust that I've waited years to get back and I built myself up. I refuse to lose myself again in a situation, a person, a thing, a job, anything. God, that you telling me to let go and and trust you in this? Yes. Yes. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's asking for you to trust him with your heart. Trust him with your mind. And trust him with your situation. The question is. Do you really want to be healed? Do you really want it? How bad do you want it? And if you want it bad enough. You're going to trust him with it. <laughs> Easier said than done right? If you want it bad enough. You, you will give it to God. And you will literally. Start doing things in a healthy way which is stop trying to take control of situations stop trying to make things up in your mind try to stop trying to put a, a deadline and a timeline in it i heard uh tim ross say the reason why it's called a deadline is because it's it's causing death to your hope like too much expectation on it too much expectation on it you're putting all these deadlines on stuff So we have to want to be healed in order for us to understand and to let go and dwell in this healing process. 
when Jesus came to the man at the pool, right? At the thousand pool, who was like, he saw him laying there and he leaned. He learned, I'm sorry, he learned that he had been there in this condition for a long time, right? And he asked him a simple question and said, do you want to get well? Right. God is bringing things into our lives and opportunities and new doors are being opened and all of these things are happening in our life. But it's that one thing that we're scared to let go. And God's saying, okay, you keep asking me for this and I can't give it to you until you are willing to be healed. Do you want to be well? And so when the man answered God and said, yes, then Jesus said, get up, pick up your mat and walk. And once the man was cured, he picked up his mat and he walked. This weekend, God revealed something to me when I was sitting at the beach, right? He said to me, Kwani, you can't just hope for something and not work towards it. You can't expect the healing without actually picking up your mat and walking towards your healing. You cannot sit in the same place that you sat in for years or months or weeks or whatever the case may be and think that I am going to just miraculously do something in your life and you're not willing to be healed for one and you're not walking or believing that I can do it. You're not walking into your healing. Matter of fact, your heal, your healing process has not been of hope, of a good, healthy hope. See, when you're being healed, it's healthy. It's sound. It's 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 something that is pure. Your hope and your your hope is the expectation. So, in order to have a healthy hope, a healed hope, we have to come to God. And be able to believe, not tarnished, not saying all these things in our minds to make us believe that it won't happen. But we literally have to let go of that thinking that we have that it will never happen. I don't see any signs. I don't see anything working in my favor. I don't see it at the time. Those are the things that are making your hope deferred. Those are things that are making you unhealthy. It's making you unhealthy. So God is saying that this is the thing that's going on right now. You're hoping for it, but you're not working towards it. You're hoping for it, but you're not believing in me. You're hoping for it, but you're but you're 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 opening up your eyes and you're not having faith. You're trying to see things that are in front of you. And if it's not in front of you, you're giving up. And he's saying like in this season, you got to have a different type of faith in me. You got to have some crazy faith. You got to have some, 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 I know that I know that I know that you said this to me. And to know that the person that I serve, the God that I serve is a God that is unjust. He's an unjust God. He has your very best interests 
It said the plans and the thoughts that I think of you are good and well, right? He has a, a plan for our future. God has a plan for our future and we have to trust him with it. It's very hard. It's very hard. It's very hard, especially when God has revealed something to you and you do not see it happening. I, I have a, a friend who's a prophet. And she texted me uh, maybe like last month or so. And she said, the Lord is just letting me know, letting me, uh, giving me a word for you. And basically he wants you to know that there's always contradiction before the promise. Mm. What? I about dropped my phone. I was like, girl. <laughs> Get out of my business. That's what I wanted to say to my friend. But I noticed that even in this, this whole process, in my process, God has been sending his mouthpiece, his people to me to either confirm something that he told me or literally they're speaking to the deferred hope that is in me to allow me to understand that if God said it, that settles it. There has been many times, many of times where I cried and I asked God, like, why? Like, why was this taken away from me? Why was this a part of, why do I have to go through this process? Like, I was doing well. Like, why do I have to go through this process? And God was just literally like, why because I'm calling you higher? And sometimes every process is not just for you. It's for someone else. Sometimes I do things in order to build my kingdom in you it's unfortunate that but i i know that you're strong enough to take the, to take the blow i know that you won't give up i know that you understand that my grace is sufficient i know that you will not get off your post because of something happened in your life. I know that you will still preach the gospel even though that something has happened in your life. I know that you will still believe my word even though that something has happened in your life. I know that you will always seek my face even though something has happened in your life. If you look at things that are happening in your life and you look at your posture, that's why it's happening because God knows who to give things to. God knows that you are a warrior. God knows that you can handle it. God knows that you know that faith is not believing, but knowing that God can. He knows that you, you know him. He said, you know me and I know you. I know your heart. I know what you got strength to go through. He doesn't put more things on us than we can bear. Hebrews 6 and 10 through 12 it says God is not unjust he will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them he want each of you to show this same diligence to the very end to the very end God to the very end he wants us to show this same mercy with others so that what you have hoped for may be realized. We do not want to become lazy. Didn't I say that earlier? God wants us to not just hope, but he wants us to work towards it. 
says he does not want us to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience, faith and patience, faith comes with patience. I'm talking to myself, Kwani, faith and patience inherit what has been promised your promise comes through faith patience and not being lazy boom formula right there your promise comes through your faith which is knowing that God can Not just believing that God can, but knowing. I'm talking about knowing that he can, right? Patience and not being lazy. You can't be lazy. If it's something that you know that God told you was going to happen, work towards it. Work towards it. Start speaking it into existence. Start, stop letting, stop letting a poison come out of your mouth against what God has said. Stop allowing yourself to believe what the enemy is speaking to your ear because he will come. That is is his main job. That is his main job. One thing that I realized too, that not that God is, not the only thing that God is, is not unjust, right? He's he's a just God. Trust me, he going, he's your vindicator. He going, he going to do some things for you. He's going to he's going to work things out in your favor. It might not happen when you want it to. It may not happen. You may not see things happening, but trust me, the ooh, the God that we serve, my God, the God that we serve is a God who does not lie. He cannot lie. His word does not return back void to him. He cannot lie. You know how I know he cannot lie because when he promised, listen, when he promised Abraham that he was going to be the father of many nations, right? He swore by himself. And when he's the reason why he swore by himself is because at that moment he knew nobody who was powerful than him, right? He knew that he can he could depend on himself because he knew he could not lie. So the very word that is coming out of his mouth to Abraham, I know that it is impossible. I know that it looks impossible. You're very of, of old age. You don't even have a son yet. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm putting this promise over your head that you're gonna be a father of many, of many, many nations, right? The things that God has for us seems impossible at times. But God is a God who cannot lie. And we got to focus. We got to focus, baby. We got to know that he he, he ain't going to lie to you about something that's dear to your heart. He's not going to lie to you about something. I want you to look around. Take a while. Take a minute and look around and see that God is working in your favor. He's bringing things to your to to your feet. He's bringing people back in your life. He's bringing things to and listen. It's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. God is teaching us something in this season. It's to believe. Put away your own feelings. Put away your own thoughts and understand that He is working in your favor. People have not completely walked out your life for a reason. People are around you for a reason. Things are moving in your direction. 
things are coming. Listen, we didn't go out and look for it. We didn't go out and search for it. My God, he has literally brought things to our feet. And then we can trust him to the things that he has put before us. And to know that if God before me, who can be against me? Who can come, who can come against the word of God that he has said unto me? So we got to be greatly encouraged. I'm talking about be encouraged to know that he's a God that cannot go back on what he said to you. He said what he said. God promised him this. He promised Abraham this. By two unchangeable things is which is it's impossible for him to lie. And we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. He's doing things in our life. Listen, he did things in Abraham's life to show other people that they can be greatly encouraged. God is doing something in your life because people are watching. God is doing something in your life because people are not believing. God is doing something in your life because he wants to encourage other people and not just you, but other people greatly through your story. We have this hope that is anchored for the soul, firm and secure. It enters into the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. Where our forerunner, Jesus, has entered on our behalf. He has become a high priest forever. Listen, Jesus is behind the curtain. He is the forerunner and he has entered in our lives on our behalf. He has entered into your situation on your behalf. He is fighting on your behalf. Even when you don't see it, even when you don't feel it, he is fighting on your behalf. How do I know? It's not because I can see it, but it's because I know that the word of God is truth. I know that I can eat the bread and be full. I know that God is working on my behalf because one, he is a man that cannot lie. And to know that I seek him, I turn from my own stinking thinking. I turn from my wicked ways and I seek his face and I hear from him. He, he, he come, he talks to me. He lets me know that it is well. He lets me know that it's going to take some time. Kwani, I, I, I got to do some things. I got I to gotta work on something. Just trusting in his word and knowing that he is moving in your behalf is enough. So God wants us to be healed, healthy, and have hope again. Do not let your hope be deferred because it makes the heart sick. In this process of healing, please be encouraged to not allow your heart to get sick again. Don't do that to yourself. You came a long way. You came a long way and God has healed you. He 
He has put your feet on new territory. He has put your mind on higher levels. He has opened you up to different things and opportunities. He has been moving in your life. Do not allow your hope to get sick. But God wants us to have a healed hope. Be blessed and know that God is with you. He is a man that cannot lie. So get up, pick up your mat and walk. And don't just hope for it, but work towards it. I love you guys and have a wonderful week. I will talk to you next Sunday. Bye.